Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty Lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific Time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. Hello to all you filth bags and something duckers that are looking for employment. We are hiring 87,000 new IRS agents. Are you able to knock on doors and demand to see people's tax returns? We need people who are willing to handle firearms. You need to be the government's new army. Your job will consist of number not grades of people who work as waitresses and did not report all their cash tips. Or maybe they had a yard sale and did not report income. You might need to shoot someone dead who is refusing to cooperate. Or you may have to deal with some children's. That part is for me. You might need to enforce your will on people by any means necessary to force those 99% dolts and nincompoops to give over all their property to the 1%. If they say they voted for Trump, you kick them in the kumquats. Look, almost 75 million Americans voted for Trump. Another 12 million voted for other candidates. There is another 40 million that voted for Brandon and said something mean about him on Spybook. We need to teach those political enemies that we mean business as we turn America into a third world hellhole for all. If you vote Democrat we will be coming for you eventually, but for now we are starting our training and first order of work with bringing those right and center wing extremists to those FEMA camps that do not exist. So who wants to work for the IRS? Just go to their website and then we will put you in basic training. Once you prove to us you can handle a firearm and threaten Trump supporters hardcore enough, we will place you on those mean streets and help us confiscate property on all those fast budgets that did not complete a perfect error-free annual taxation form. Good luck to all you applicants. And good luck all you dolts and something luckers who will let us get away with it. Hello everyone. I am Broccoli Man. At night I fight for organic GMO free food. During the day I fight crime against child trafficking. Please watch my story on rumble.com. Just look up Broccoli Man and you can see my regular run-ins and follies with G-Lobalist, the wiretap, the millennials, and everyone else I run into. I fight communists and very pro-free speech. Just check me out. 
Broccoli Man on Rumble.com. Hello Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the One World Government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Hello Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the One World Government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show, right here on Freedomizerradio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
everyone welcome back to another great night here on freedomizer radio of course i'm your host proof negative the big kahuna here on freedomizer i want to thank everybody so much for finding us today today happens to be monday tgim everyone another broadcasting week has started for us we have christina joining us here in just a second and if you have anything you want to share out there in radio land just give us the num- uh, give us a call. The number is 319-527-6208. And just press lucky number one on your phone, and I will make it a point to bring you into the conversation. So, uh, Christina, welcome in. Hey, Proof. Good evening. And hello to all the Freedom Warriors. Thank you for joining us. Little delay. (laughs) Sorry. I got in there a little too fast. Thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. So what's the what's the latest with you? Oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start with everything going on in the world. Just um I guess we should all be counting our blessings right now. That's for sure. So I just, um, oh, I hope we can get things in place and not let this happen here. You know what's going on in Israel. Yeah, I know. But that was pretty much expected when you have uh, Brandon giving $6 billion dollars over to yeah. uh, over to Iran, and I mean, then, very then they can fund yeah. everything. Well, and, and you know, it's it's it goes back to, you know, they do something bad. They have hostages, and what do we do? We reward them by paying them for them. I mean, you know, of course they're going to do it again. I mean, it's just there's there's no no sense in that. So, you know what gets me the the most important thing is that I see that the very next day after the bombing, in in all in in several cities, there's protests in the streets for Hamas, and they have all their literature made already and T-shirts done. And how did that get done so fast? Yeah, I know. Yeah. 
It's and you know they're acting uh, literally. You know, they are acting like ISIS. I mean, with what they're doing to the women and the children, I'm sorry, but they are terrorists. They're just the scum of the earth. I mean, there's no lower lower being than people like that that can 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 do that. I mean, how can a human being do that to a child? To a I just yeah, it's so sickening. Really is. So, but you know, I was. Um, it was Judge. How you say his name? Napoleon. Let's see. Is it Napoleon or how do you say his name? I am not sure. Judge Nap. Oh, Napolitano. Judge Napolitano. You know, he had, he was talking to someone, he was interviewing about all this, and and they were like, you know, how did how did Israel not know this was coming? And he said, and even us, you know, he said, they are so ahead of everybody on, like, the AI, and they have the systems in place to, you know, detect everything. And, you know, he said, Perhaps that's why he said, you know, perhaps it's the failure. It's it's due to Israel relying too much on AI and not enough human in the equation anymore. You know, um, and and that's a good point. And I think everybody needs it. And I've always considered that. You know, people always talk about computers and machines taking over everything, and it's like they. <laughs> this can never be foolproof and it's always going to have its issues but it's so true I mean if if they're truly relying on AI for everything this is what's happened because you know AI is not everywhere and I um, I think there's a whole lot of truth in that so I think they better start going back to some of the old ways, you know, they've, they've got to do both. They can't just count on that part. It's too easily, too easily destroyed. Yeah. So, it's um, kind of scary. I mean, I guess it's, say it hasn't been this bad for like 50 years. Am I correct in my thinking? Bad. The attack on Israel. Um, I think they said it's been like 50 years or something since something as bad has happened. I don't know, but. Well, yeah, this is the worst one since World War II. But the thing is, is that a lot of details have not come out yet. So um, I'm one of those people that I don't like to speculate that much and, and, I, I kind of have a rough idea right now. Yeah. But I'm not one of those people that runs to whatever the fake the fake news immediately says. True. But the facts are, just recently, Brandon gave Iran six billion dollars. <laughs> exactly. And that that that's a fact. 
Yeah, it and, is. And we had a hostage trade and gave them $6 billion. So it, it is completely conceivable that Brandon knew this would happen ahead of time. Sure. At so least, they had at to least. get all the they had to get all the protest ready and stuff because people yeah. just don't gather by the thousands on the same day or or a few hours after a big attack. Usually that takes a few days to organize. Yeah, so it's not like there's an attack at twelve. We'll go protest by the thousands at two. It it doesn't yeah. work like that. Right, that's true. That's true. Because did aren't there a lot of uh, other like uprisings in other countries, even New York, I think they said there's, um, you know, Muslims taking to the streets and marching for Palestine and or for Hamas or whatever. At least I, I haven't checked it out to see if it's legit, but that's that's what I, I did see that on I think Twitter or somewhere, but it's. You know, they, the fact that I know the mainstream media, they said, would not call them terrorists. Yes, it's yes. Canada, for example, they, they banned anyone from saying that that uh, Hezbollah or Hamas are terrorists. You could say Israel <laughs> is a terrorist, but not Hamas or Hezbollah. Oh. I mean, Trudeau is just such a... I mean, it's... I just can't stomach him. I don't know how anybody can. I mean, his people in his country are just, they're starving to death. You know, they've had their bank accounts shut down. And he's just out gallivanting around the world, you know, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, I, I don't well, understand why this man still walks. I don't know which one's worse, Brandon or Trudeau, but they're, they're, they're equal in my opinion. Oh, it just, you know, I'm sorry, but Biden has no business being our president right now. He's not capable. I mean, he can't even come on and talk about this that much. He's made a few statements, but he should be doing, you know, he should be speaking a whole lot more than he is. At least he is saying, you know, that Israel has every right and everything to go after him, but I don't know. I guess he would say that since, uh, you know, like you said, what he just uh, gave Iran. I mean, you can't give that Iran's current regime, you cannot give them freaking money and think that it's not going to go into the wrong hands. I wish people would, would learn the truth about Iran. And about the regime that's there now, that they invaded them. I mean, I really don't know that people understand that. Well, Brandon's not going to talk about it because the first thing everybody's going to ask is, why did you give them $6 billion? Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. The Ayatollah Khomeini is about it. I mean, <laughs> that is not his country he's returning to. He invaded it, plain and simple. He invaded it. He took away the Iran's 
Persian culture and their freedoms, and it's just awful. It's awful what happened. So, so have you um, have you seen the documentary, The Antidote, with Dr. Brian Artis? No. Oh my gosh. Is that the one with the snake venom? Yeah. I, All right, I saw that a long time ago. Then. Well, he just he just came out with a new one because they've obviously been doing more studies and tests to to make sure that all of it's you know legit and it just it's, it's I don't know I'm still the only thing I have an issue with that I still have a hard time with is is they still really don't know, you know, they still some are saying that they think possibly they said, you know, they've been they've been messing with our water forever. And I and I admit that that's true. I mean it's a government organization that controls our water and they could. They could put anything in it they want to. But he said if you'll go back and look at January of twenty twenty even CNN had an article that admitted, they posted an article that admitted that the source of the virus were two snakes. And I guess it was in Asia that they had figured that out. And so for them to come out in, then in February and say that the origin of it was the bats, I mean, it was just a blatant lie. So there's so much documentation to back it up. It's crazy. I mean, it, it, it was proof that this was all planned. So, and then, you know, he went on to show all the sections of, like, the manufacturer's websites of the, the, the um, gene therapies. He would highlight the areas, like the one that said that the uh, – Injection did not contain any of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. It, it, it contains none of the virus, none whatsoever. It, it states it on their site. And then it, it also stated that how they came up with the um, sequence was it was basically a computer-generated genera- uh, computer sequence. So it just... I mean, pretty crazy when you really dig into it. But but the coolest thing was, um, let's see. Now, the one guy on this interview, he was with um, Jason Shurka. I don't know. Have you, do you know who he is? Not at all. Have you heard of Jason Shurka? I'm still on no. the fence about him. So he... He has an organization called UnifiedHealing.com. It's U-N-I-F-Y-D, Healing.com. And supposedly they have these, even Tony Robbins has purchased these things for himself. But supposedly they're these screens. And you'll see them sitting behind him in the interview. And they've got all these funky colors and stuff going on. But I'm just, I'm not... The Jason Sharka guy, he, there's just something about him. You know when you have that feeling where something's just a little bit doesn't seem 
something's off. I don't know what it is. I don't want to say he's not telling the truth, but I don't know. There's just something that bothers me because supposedly it's been a while ago. He's basically insinuating that like this alien or somebody for, I guess, you know, higher level come down to talk to him and told him all this stuff that was going to take place. So anyway, I don't know. And like I said, I'm not going to say it's not true, but it's just, just kind of hard to believe. But, um, but yeah, the, they, they swear the origins of COVID-19, the snake venom said the proof is all there. So it, uh, Let's see. Let me find out what else was I going to say about that. There was a doctor. I know what it was. Um, so, let me change the right. Uh, so the monoclonal, the monoclonal antibodies. Um, and this, this I did not realize. So his buddy, um, Doctor. Uh, Oh, what was the Texas doctor? I'm forgetting his name. No, the other guy down in Texas that started doing the treatments with, um, oh, the uh, the steroid inhalers and the nebulizers. Um, oh, what was his name? Anyway, he had called Dr. Artis, and he said, hey, you know, you got bit by, bitten by a snake. Would you... So get the antivenom, and he said, "Well, sure." So he said he said that to him, I guess, to make him start thinking. But anyway, come to find out, so the monoclonal antibodies were actually—they're actually antivenom. So that's what they are. So when you go, you know, when you're if you get bitten by a snake, what they're going to give you is basically the monoclonal antibodies. So I thought that was very interesting that these monoclonal antibodies that they were given to everyone had a 100% success rate. It was, you know, helping everyone that got them. So it just, there's a lot of things that happen that, you know, that really support all this. Um, Yeah, so CNN put out a report in January of 2020 that snakes, could be the cause of COVID. Snake pneumonia. Um, and yeah, that it didn't I already tell you that, but but it's just uh, very interesting. And then the he was talking about how COVID nineteen mRNA vaccine production. It was gene sequences to quickly sequence the virus. Um. So it was the it was two snakes. So why didn't they tell us? So why they tell us it was bats? Yeah. Um, they selected the spike protein for the the vaccine. They actually selected the spike protein, um, which is a snake protein. So that little spike protein was actually a snake protein identified to venom proteins in snakes. It's are identical to venom protein in snakes. And it was the cobra toxin and bongaroo crate snake. 
and it was via spike protein gene inserted into a plasmid. And these plasmids, it says they, they sprayed these plasmids in the air and the water. And he was talking about how water delivery systems started with the Nazis. And, it, and then he was talking about, and I think we've spoken about this before, the CDC waste water surveillance. Remember when they were doing that during COVID? Do you remember that happening? I think so. Okay. Yes. So um, he was just, he said, let's see, our waste. So he basically said, that toxins that end up in your your waste, he said, they have to be consumed via the mouth. So he's like, you can't be injected with something and then it's going to come out in your in your waste. He said, you would have to consume something. So he said, when they were saying that they were finding, you know, this remnants of this virus in the waste water from people, he said it basically means you had to be consuming it somehow, not getting injected with it. And I thought, huh, you know, I never I never stopped to think about that. And I mean, he's a, he's a doctor. I'm guessing he knows what he's talking about. So does that make sense to you? Not really. Okay. So, so basically, so like when we, so say you go get injected with a shot of penicillin, okay? It is not going to end up in your stool, okay? If, however, now this is something I didn't think about, but would it, wouldn't it end up in your urine? I mean, I would think it could, right? Or am I wrong? I don't know. Somebody out there listening can help us out with this call. (laughs) So, because I'm trying, you know, I mean, I understand that it wouldn't end up in your poo, but I know that from studying with Dr. Morse, the lymphatic system, you know, if you, you get injected with the medication, it's going to absorb into your body that will be absorbed into like your lymphatic system that will come through your kidneys and could be in your urine. So I don't know. I, like I said, I could be wrong. I'm not a doctor, but, but he's just saying, you know, and then if, so if you get injected with the penicillin, it's not going to come out in your poo. But he said, you know, like if you swallow the pills, you're swallowing penicillin pills, Obviously, it's going to end up in your waist. So I don't know. But he's saying these plasmids are how they're infecting the air and the water um, with these with these toxins. And he's just saying that when you look up all the symptoms that people were having, all the different symptoms, he said they were all symptoms of being bitten by snakes. So it um, – oh, and the other thing – um, he, he said, he, he said plasmids have been made since the 60s. So they've been using these plasmids forever. 
And if you go to the man, they even show them on the, the um, vaccine manufacturer's website. They show what they look like. It's how they, you know, get these things in there. But he was saying, you know, so so why were children less affected by the venom and, you know, by COVID? He said, you know, children obviously were not affected as much as adults. And he said, there's another antidote, which is melatonin. So he said they know that melatonin really, really helps with anybody who has, you know, had these symptoms. And he said, which makes sense because he said children have naturally high, high levels of melatonin. It's why they sleep so much, especially babies. You know, they sleep all the time. So he said um, the melatonin actually protects the kids. So he was, um, some of the antidotes he was talking about was um, melatonin, nicotine, and ivermectin. And the nicotine one still just, it, it blows my mind that, you know, he talks about how every cell in the body has a nicotine receptor. And I did not realize this. But he said literally every cell in the body has nicotine receptors. So, you know, so he said God, and God made food out there. He said eggplant has the highest level of it. But he said there's all kinds of, he said, your, your nightshade veggies. You know, they have melatonin in them. So he he said there was this, um, he said, you know, his wife, after having COVID, for like two years, her ears were ringing. And he couldn't get her to try the nicotine because she said she was afraid that she would become addicted. And so he wanted to do even more research about that. But anyway, his wife was watching TV, and she saw a medical doctor um, from Australia who was on TV, and she said she went deaf in one ear after the COVID virus. And so she said, I had heard about the nicotine gum, so she bought it, and she said, I chewed it for 45 minutes, and her hearing returned. So he is saying that the study that they did you know, it was a Harvard, oh, no, that was a different one. But they did a study with the nicotine, and for people that had long-haul, you know, the long-haul symptoms with COVID, and he said every one of them that used the patches or the gum had 100% relief of their symptoms. So he said his wife, finally, when she saw that Australian doctor said her hearing had come back, um, his wife tried it, and her ringing in her ears went away. So I don't know. <laughs> it's um, it's something interesting because he said the the reason if if we're gonna you know if the snake venom thing is true, I mean, you know they're crossing all the T's and dotting all the I's because he said the thing of it is your your nicotine receptors. He said if you don't have the nicotine in there, he said, when you get bitten by a snake, you know, that venom, he said, will go directly to your nicotine receptors. And he said, if you're a smoker, he said, or if you've got, like, the melatonin, he said, it's going to, he said that if you've got nicotine in your system, he said, your nicotine is stronger 
than like the snake venom to where it will protect your nicotine receptors. So I don't know if I'm explaining all of it right, but it's just, it was just very interesting. And, you know, like we all know, smokers did not get this near as bad as a lot of people. And, and they even said that after that study, they came on and they said, so, you know, we know this about the smoking and stuff. And then he said it wasn't sure. It was at a, a very short time after that when they knew this about the smokers that Fauci came on there and lied and said smokers are the most at risk on public TV. So, I mean, my Lord, we have had so many red flags that this was all programming and lies. And it just, he also was talking about how, you know, they were talking about the ACE, um, ACE2 receptors being the reason for everybody, you know, having such horrible outcomes with COVID. He said there are no ACE2 receptors in the outside of the cells in the lungs. So I've got to check that out. I'm like, that's interesting. So supposedly there are no ACE2 receptors on the outside of cells in the lung. Um, that the, you know, that the alpha-7, let's see. Because the alpha-7 nicotine receptors are what the virus um, was binding to, alpha-7 nicotine receptors. And it says it can cause hy- um, hypoxia. You remember how everybody was getting, like, hypoxy? Is that how you say it? Hypoxy yes. or whatever. So um, he said a French geneticist, geneticist, geneticist published that nicotine is the antidote. And then that's soon after when Fauci came out and told smokers they were at the greatest risk. So, you know, and he talks about how they're saying – some of these countries are saying, by the year, blah, 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 we're going to be a smoke-free. <laughs> like, you know, are they really going to try to think that they can pull this off and just do everybody in? But uh, I don't know. But going back to the, um, you know, how his wife was afraid of being addicted, he checked into this. And there was a Harvard study in 2015 regarding nicotine addiction. And it said nicotine is not addictive. So, have you ever heard that before? No. I did not know. Never. Okay. So, I did not know this. And I was talking to my mom. So, my mom's been 10 years free from smoking. But she started smoking at a very young age because she was, that was back when it was so popular. And she said she remembers this kind of happening um she said what it is or he said what it was is i forget what year but years ago they they did check into it and they knew that nicotine was not addictive i mean think about it the native americans you know they had those pipes they smoked tobacco they weren't addicted to it not ever so they went back and literally what they found out is nicotine is not addictive. He said, I don't, was it 1980? 
I think it might have been 1980 or that might have been the date or maybe sooner. He said what they what they did was they went to the chemical companies, the, the cigarette industry. They went to the or the tobacco industry. They went there to these chemical companies and they said, "What can you put in the cigarettes to make them addictive?" So they literally added chemical to make them addictive. So what they added, and this is this is the chemical that they added, and it's it's highly addictive. It's a pyrazine, P-Y-R-A-Z-I-N-E-S, I believe is how you spell it. So in your in tobacco products, what they've done is they've added pyrazines, and that is what addicts everybody. So it says, you know, tobacco is not the carcinogen. The chemicals are that they place in the products with the tobacco. So there's just there's just so many lies. <laughs> many lies that we've been told and I just wish people would stop you know listening to these mainstream medias and and realize that it's just all a bunch of programming I mean there's just so much proof of it now but but that study they did um and I need to double check this, but you guys can all find Dr. Brian Artis. He's got a website, and I'm going to have to look it up again. But for anybody that has long haul COVID symptoms, basically on that study, what they had them do was um, they had them take the seven milligram seven milligram nicotine patches. So he said you want to do the lowest amount. Um, and you do a new patch every day for six days. He said some people found relief in three, you know, some went to host six, but, but he said you, you, you wear it every day, and he swears it will cure, you know, remove all those symptoms. So it just is uh, very, very interesting. And, you know, we just have no idea. They've been using venoms from snakes and all kinds of, of animals forever. And I think there's probably even more of it in other vaccines that we don't know about. So they just, um, you know, and he just, he reemphasizes, he says, you know, God gave us nicotine and food for a reason. And even the tobacco plant, you know, I mean, I don't know that, I mean, I don't know. Can you eat tobacco plants? Can you actually eat them? I have no idea. Yeah, I've never tried, obviously. I've never even yeah, smoked a cigarette, I, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I haven't either. I haven't either. So, you know, I don't know, but it's, it's just very interesting. I mean, I I always had a hard time believing that, you know, the tobacco plants themselves would be that the bad thing. You know, it's just the fact of of how they're being processed and and mixed, I guess, with these chemicals. That that's what's made them so bad. But you know, we have been told since the beginning of time 
um, <laughs> it's, it's just very interesting thing. Since the beginning of time, we have been told that a serpent caused all of our suffering, you know? And so why are they injecting us with snake venom protein and placing them in our atmosphere? <laughs> kind of interesting. Makes you think that they are all pure evil. I don't know. So. Yeah, but what's worse, Brandon or the people that are there? Even today, they're still supporting him and saying that if Trump was president, we'd be in a worse war. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's the thing. It's like, no, people, you know, people that say that are full of you know what, because I'm sorry, there was no proof of that. He Well, all I know is, Christina, that for four years, there were zero new wars started. Exactly. Exactly. I said, you know, when he was president, you know, we had peace. He was getting along with everybody. He had helped to start the peace between, you know, in the Middle East. He actually had that going. Um, And North Korea. Yeah, North Korea, you know, no. He was a peaceful president. And I said we had gas we could afford. I said we had groceries we could afford. You know, I'm like, come on, people, tell me. Call me and tell me something that personally, you know, affected you when when Trump was president. Please call us and tell us. Because <laughs> I... I mean, I just, you know, the only thing, the only thing I I still will go back on is that that was just his ignorance regarding medicine, you know? What are you going to do? He thought Fauci freaking knew what he was talking about, um, I guess. You know, maybe he was just stupid about it. I don't know. But I just, I wish that had gone different. I swear, if, if he would have put an end to Fauci sooner... And, you know, brought that other guy in. Remember the, the second guy he brought in? I can't remember his name, but he actually was much more reasonable and made a lot more sense. But I uh, I'm, I was also listening to, you know, they've been talking about And I've heard this before, and I think I've even brought it up before, about, um, let's see if I can find it, all the different government officials that have not taken their oath. Have you heard this? No. Okay. So... Have you heard of Todd Callender, the attorney that's been pretty proactive and all this stuff? Okay, he's a good guy. Um, He's the one, I think, that created, is it Clout Hub? One of the social sites. But he, you know, I forget who was interviewing him. But so there are, oh, Seth. Seth from Man in America. He was the one interviewing him. And... He said that we know that Biden, Fauci, so many of these elected officials 
did not take their oath. And he said, you know, that is a necessary action has to be taken to fulfill that, you know, to make it like legal or whatever. So none of these people are really legally appointed. So, I mean, what the heck does that mean? I don't know, but so basically. But what are we going to be able to do about it? Well, they just don't know what's coming down the road because they said no oath, no duty. Um, yeah, but so, uh, but this is three years later. So what, what are we uh, what are we going to do? Walk up to them and say you didn't do it? I I, I don't. Well, no, I, no, no. I, I'm not happy about it, but it's like yeah. it's already years in. Uh, we're we're not going to tell them to pack up their bags. Right. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know if I don't know if maybe the military is secretly, you know, uh, in the background, just letting them go to really. a certain point. I mean, I just don't. I don't get it. But I'm like, how how did they get away with not taking the oath? I mean, just well, I know how. Just like everything else right now, it's just all so, you know out of filter. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. There's just nothing makes sense anymore. It's, it's truly, it's truly like the cartels are just controlling everything. I mean, it's so, it's, everything's just messed up. So, I don't know. But he, no, he, he stated even the, I think the code, the 5 U.S.C. Uh, 332 and 3331 code, the, you know, the, US, the United States code. I, I've got to dig into that a little bit more because, like I said, I know I've heard that before. And, uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what it means. But something very fishy about everything going on right now in this world. And for the past, you know, well, ever since Biden got in and since before he got in, we know. We know all this was to mess up the election. I have no doubt. And I I know that's exactly what they're doing right now, too. They're going to try everything. Biden's not going to. Biden's not going to get elected, though. He'll be lucky to freaking be alive with the way he is right now. But I, um, so I, I do like the fact that Kennedy announced um, that he's running as an independent. I love it. I still say there's no greater thing that could happen than an independent win to make both of these parties be like, oh, wait a minute, what? So, be a good thing. Very, very good thing. So, do you watch The High Wire? 
No, I sure don't. You don't? Okay. All right. I'm not against they them. Were... I like what they do. Yeah. He, um, last week he had, I didn't watch all of it, but he was interviewing Michael, Michael Connett, Connett, um, plaintiff attorney against the, basically the fluoridation of our waters and stuff. I really liked that attorney. He was just very pleasant and everything, but he had him on the show and they were going through everything about, you know, how fluoride, which you, I know you know that story. We know that fluoride is, was bad and it was basically just, they found a way to get rid of the waste, put it in our water. <laughs> so, um, but he was going through, you know, how they, back in the 20s and 30s, how they realized that fluoride could actually cause staining and rotting of the teeth. Um, let's see, Gerald Cox, the 1939, funded by sugar industry, stood to benefit from fluoride in the water. Jeez. And they were talking about how they were finding out that the fluoride can greatly disturb the glands. You know, and I've heard that many, many times that, which, you know, is probably a lot what's wrong with people. I mean, if you think about it, fluoride has been in our water for how many years now? And and they know that it affects the pineal gland, which, you know, is up there and kind of controls everything else. And, and, well, the pituitary, I guess, controls everything else. But the pineal gland is up there. And then, you know, the thyroid. You know, look at all the people. They have trouble sleeping. They, you know, their thyroids are messed up. And I <laughs> I bet you a lot of this is coming from the fluoride. So people really need to um, try to start getting that out of their water. Um, get some kind of filter to help get it out of the water. I know Berkey has them. I don't know who else, but there are some good systems out there that do it. I like the ones, the water systems that did like, I mean, it's great if you can connect the system to your home, but I like the ones that aren't connected because it literally means your water stops running in your house and you have to go outside and get rainwater or something. You know, like the Berkey's, you can literally pour that rainwater in your Berkey's, and it will filter out. I have out the Emperor version. I haven't oh, used okay. it, but I still have it in the box. Oh, okay. Of the of the Berkey? Yes. Yeah, the Berkey guy, he lives here in Vegas, Jeff Gleason. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I use, so that's awesome. That's awesome. It's um, pretty cool. That's for sure. Yeah, I know. I've a few times. I know the the only thing is, boy, the filters. I'm I'm wondering if they're having a hard time getting them manufactured because um, the last few times I've gone on to reorder the fluoride filters, they've been like sold out or just they're out of stock, and I don't know what's going on. I'm going to have to get back on and check again. But the the filters, the main filters, they last 
for like, I want to say 6,000 gallons of water. It's a bunch. But the fluoride ones only last, I think, maybe 1,000 or 1,500. So you have to replace them more often. But it's um, good taste in water, too. I know that my my brother and Daylene ended up um, when they were out in California when he was out there working with that construction job. They ended up having to get one because they ended up getting some kind of parasites out there. They were in um, oh, what's the name? Victorville near Victorville. And okay. I know Victorville. They, yeah, they said everybody was. They weren't like sick, sick. They said everybody was having stomach issues, diarrhea and stuff. And I said, that sounds like a pest, you know, like a parasite. And she said, I think it must be because she said everybody around the area was, was having it, you know, that we were around. And so they got that, and I think that helped. But I think she had to take two bottles of wormwood. I mean, it was crazy. So I guess. There's something in their water out there. Who knows? And I guess too, I think when you just when you change sometimes drastically like where you're living and stuff, can all be different. But she was pretty miserable for a while. I think Giardia is is a culprit that is pretty prevalent and very, very difficult to get rid of. Yeah, I remember we brought a puppy home and didn't know that, you know, it was a golden and we thought we got it from a good place and come to find out it wasn't. But, but she had Giardia and, oh, my gosh, I like to never got, got it out of her, but I finally did. But I didn't, the vet didn't help me do it. I ended up getting online and looking myself because the vet could not get rid of it. And so I got on there. I can't remember the website. That was so long ago. But I ended up getting diatomaceous earth and a couple other natural remedies and keeping her on it. And that's what cured it. Finally got it out of her. That was pretty interesting. I just, modern medicine. Oh, we definitely need a medical revolution. Things need to change, that's for sure. For sure, for sure. Oh, yeah, the fluoride thing. You know what's scary about it too? It was they were saying that they found out that fluoride affects the brain in a very negative way, and especially children. It says it lowers their IQ. That was interesting. Yeah, that information's at least twenty years old, though. Oh, about the uh, the fluoride affecting the IQ. I didn't know it affected the IQ. Oh. I didn't know oh, yeah, that I've part. known that since, since like, 2003. Holy cow. 
No, I, I had no idea. I mean, I, like I said, I knew the pineal gland thing and the glands, but I had no idea about that. So let's um, learn something new every day. That's for sure. That was all the... Oh, that's the yeah, doctor. So Mike Pence is um, blaming the Hamas attack on Trump. <laughs> because, of course. How is that? Oh, my God. Maybe See, Trump I, did I, not give, Trump didn't give uh, Hamas or Iran $6 billion. So maybe that was his fault. Oh, my gosh. What is Pence's problem? I mean, I can't stand the man now. It's like I don't want to hear. Oh, I didn't like him before. I, I interviewed him once. Oh. I, I didn't like him then. Wow. Yeah. No, I don't either. I don't either. He just. I mean, does he really think he has a chance? Yes. <laughs> I, really. Chris Christie oh thinks he gosh. has a chance. Oh. Jeez. What if Chris Christie ended up getting the nomination and Mike Pence was his vice president? Aye, aye, aye. Well, go ahead. Kennedy will sure win then. I got news for him. The only, I, I truly believe the only person who has a shot at beating Kennedy would be Trump. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I still like think Michael said, Robinson, Obama... Uh, has a good chance because he's a nice lady. Well, and, and yeah, not to mention that they're all the ones still controlling everything. I mean, the stuff, Hillary Clinton coming out and, and saying all this stuff, too, it's like, oh, oh, will be music to my ears when I never hear certain people speak again, for sure. Just keep them off the air, please. But I know they were, um, what were they, they were saying that Obama came on talking about the situation. And, you know, they were saying that everybody is, you know, that he said nothing, absolutely nothing about the women and children and what was going on with them. And, and I'm like, I don't know that I'm that surprised because I'm not so sure that he isn't more on the other side. I mean, I know not all Muslims are bad. I'm not saying that. I know not all of them are bad, but I know the majority of them are brainwashed, you know, with the starting with the kids. I mean, I I know what goes on in that culture. It's freaking scary. You know, when you're teaching little kids how to behead a, an animal in practice for, you know, doing it to humans. Not a fiction. That's a truth. It happens. I mean, it's. 
as a woman, I I would not step foot in. Well, I wouldn't step foot in Iran, and I wouldn't step foot in Saudi Arabia, either. No way. I'd even um, I'd even be hesitant to go to Dubai. I don't think people understand. I don't have any interest in going over there. But if it means that if it means that we could start a world war and get the United States citizens out of here and uh, and bring the illegals in to take over, then that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, no. I I've never had a desire either. To me it's it's just this big you know display of of people who have unlimited amounts of money flash it and you know take what they want and it's just yeah it's just a soulless place and i i don't see this the big big desire for going over there but so many people do they're all caught up in all those materialistic things. Yeah, I hear that they, I, they leave Ferraris on the side of the road sometimes. Just they're well, done with them. I wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't doubt it for one minute. I mean, that's 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 how they are. That's the kind of people they are. I mean, I my friend from Iran, you know, the Persian. Um, he's not Muslim, he's Persian and he they you know I was able to he had like I don't know where how he found it, but he had ways of getting into programs that was showing like what was going on like over in Saudi Arabia of like what they were doing and how they would um hang people right out in the open in the public and women, how they would behead them in public. And I mean, people really don't, people don't have any idea because obviously, you know, that stuff, you're not allowed to film over there in those countries, but there are people that do it. And when he, when I watched some of those videos, I was just, I thought, how does this exist? You know, I mean, it was just so brutal. And uh, I just can't believe that women are still treated in that way. I mean, it's just like in Iran, you know, they have to keep their heads covered still. And some of the women well, that fight me, it, It's just that they, they, they would love to, now that they've taken control of women and, and China's taking control of all their citizens, that it, it's... Yeah, it doesn't do anything except prove loyalty to your particular leader. Yeah, yeah, very true. Yes, but I, I sure hope that. Well, I don't like that these things are happening to have to wake up people. It's like. Can they just wake up now? No more of this stuff has to happen. I mean, really, how many people have to suffer before these people realize what's going on? Oh, 
but I, who was it? I just saw something somewhere where the person said that if it were between Biden and Trump, they vote for Biden. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, really? Don't get it. Just don't get it. So. I haven't listened to that. Well, he just, did he just, did Kennedy just do the um, speech today in Pennsylvania? Is that where he was? I believe so. I think so. Okay. I'll have to listen to that. See if it was good. People were, I I was a little bit surprised. I know on, I guess it was Twitter. Twitter or Instagram. He came on saying that, you know, Israel has every right to to fight back, to try to stop this. And people were attacking him like, you know, well, you had my vote up until now. And I'm thinking, what, are you guys kidding me? You think that Israel should just do nothing? I mean, honestly. You know, people, I see, I, I just don't know enough about everything that's going on. And, you know, they're like, well, you know, Israel has, they've caused this. And what, what is the thing, and you may not know this either, that they're talking about um, Palestinians, Palestinians being free? What are they talking about from the river to the sea? What? Are they not free now? I don't get it. I'm just completely out of the loop about what goes on over there. So are do they feel that Israel, like the land, belongs to them or something? I uh, guess. I guess. I guess maybe that's what's going on. I don't know. But... But it's like, yeah, no, when you when you see them doing what they're doing to the, the women and children, I'm sorry, yeah, you got to fight back. You can't just sit back and let that happen. Nope, nope, nope. Not ever. So, so sad. Ugh. So, has has the temperature changed out there yet? Probably not. <laughs> it's um it finally cooled off here. It's uh oh, it's a bit cool. I've been trying to do tech support ever since the show started. So, if you're wondering what oh. I'm doing, you got issues. I, I can't uh, I can't tell you uh, over the airwaves what what happens, but yes, there's some issues. Oh boy, always we pay a fortune for this freaking technology, and yet so many issues with it. I mean, the fact that people think that we can go to 
AI and just nothing but technology and all this stuff. It's it's insane. Not a worse idea in the world. It'll never work. Never, never. Okay, let me get that to these. I was also listening to um, Ed Dowd and Naomi Wolf. Um, Ed Dowd is the guy that is like the finance guy that um, mm-hmm. understands, like, works with, like, the insurance companies and stuff. Real smart guy. Um sort of like an actuary, I think, or whatever. But he's the one that has been noticing the, let's see, where is the word? The deviation. So he's at an insurance, you, you know, and, and I know this because I minored in statistics and I was almost an actuary, but then, when I saw the ethical side of it, I was like, nope, I can't do this. So basically they go back to these actuaries, these companies like your Lloyd's of London, your insurance companies, you know, they go back and they look at um, these actuaries, the statistics that they figure out to know how to insure people. And he was saying basically I don't know if anybody, everybody knows what this is, but they call them standard deviation, which a standard deviation is basically a deviation is a measurement like from the mean, from the average, from the normal. So um, let's see. So he said basically getting hit by lightning in your life is a 3.8 deviation, okay? So they're saying a 3.8 deviation would be equivalent to you getting hit by lightning in your lifetime. So that's pretty far-stretched, far-fetched, right? Okay? So now that's 3.8. So this is how many, like one, it's, it's, it's the deviations from the average. So what they found out by going back and looking at the numbers for the COVID information from 21, 20, and 22 is that they're, now this is crazy. This is insane. So the deviations, and this never has ever happened before, basically when they went back and looked at the cardiac death, and I think this was mainly for ages 15 to 44, in 2020, the cardi- cardio death increased 13%. Okay, this is 2020. In 2021, they increased by 30%. And in 2022, they increased by 44%. So he said when they figured out the deviation, the number the, the number of standard deviations was 10. 
So, you know, think about how low the chances are of you getting hit by lightning in your lifetime. And that deviation was a 3.8. And the, the deviation of what's happening the past three years, and he said 23, they don't even know. 23 is probably going to be even, you know, much worse. To think that it's 10 standard deviations, I mean, that is, that's, that's insane. And he said it's just it's infuriating that, you know, that they're not doing anything about this. It's, it's just it's crazy. So, and he said, you know, when people are asking about the databases that they're using, he said they use literally the ONS, ONS, which is the Office of National Statistics. So, yeah, everything that's happened just makes no sense. And, he, you know, and he, again, he talks about um, – the Americans that are disabled now, that's unreal. But um, I don't know if anybody would want to look it up, but it's sometimes it's his website, you know, they have all the graphs and all this information in there. They can be difficult to understand and read. I mean, graphs always are. Um, when you do stats and stuff, sometimes they're very hard. That's kind of where I ended up getting frustrated when I was minoring in statistics. Oh, some of it gets so ridiculous. I'm like, I've had enough. <laughs> I'm not going to go any farther with this. It's too too hard to understand. But um, his his website is it's financetechnologies.com, but it's instead of F for finance, it's P-H. So it's P-H-I... N-A-N-C-E, technologies, with an I-E-S, dot com. But you can find all of that information on there. And um, it's um, pretty interesting. And there's also, um, you know, I think they're constantly looking for more information. So there's also a website they were advertising. It's a site for those who have taken the gene therapy shots and um, I think you can maybe go there and report things but it's called the root r-o-o-t brand b-r-e-n-d-s dot com slash team global so you can also um, I think go on there and find some information as well to help if you've had some issues. And just like I said, they're, you know, they're gathering information. So they're doing all kinds of different projects. Um, Ed Dowd is a great guy. He's uh, been one of them that's, that's really made a difference in some of the things going on because their information is very, very relevant in proving that this is just, you know, the fact that the, they're not taking steps to address a lot of these things that are just, you know, they're just incomprehensible. I mean, they're <laughs> so far out there. It's like to have that 10 standard deviations, it's just like you said, it's never happened, and it, it should never happen. 
it's that far from the norm. So, but, um, and back to that Todd Callender, that attorney, though, he did, he did say that, you know, he, he made the remark that so much is happening, but he said the fog is clearing. So, I don't know. I'm hoping, hoping he's right. Hoping that things are going to start getting better here soon. And, um, you know, they were also, I heard a couple of them discussing Zelensky. And a lot of them are thinking that um, he's probably going to be finished. They think that uh, it's going to pretty much be the end of his end of his reign. They said his narrative is collapsing, and to have two years of failure, um, they think that you know they're going to probably get rid of him. So. Hopefully the war will stop too, but they said they weren't sure about that side of it. Not sure. Did you hear that they've got um, nine American hostages? Hamas does? Yes. Unbelievable. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's horrid that they had to go in there and grab those children. And um, I know I was listening to Levin on YouTube. He was, a lot of them are just, yeah, they're saying that there's been a massive intelligent failure on both ends on, on with Israel and the United States. They're just truly shocked this has happened. But, you know, when they say that, it it really makes me question. I mean, I've already questioned Biden. I mean, I know that administration is just Looney Tunes. You know, I know they're trying to ruin this country. I have no doubt. I mean, it's too evident. All the things that's going on. I mean, and and then, you know, and even Israel, I. I don't know. I think that guy's. I think he's kind of a crook too. The one running their country now again. So, I mean, there's just so much corruption in so many countries. I just don't know what to think. Really don't. But um, I mean the the Biden administration just. There's, uh, I don't know. I I sometimes do think that he is just a mouthpiece up there, just a puppet that they're absolutely controlling. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I just know that it's not right. I know that it's gone on for way too long. I do not want to wait till 2024. I want this administration to be done yesterday. Well, they're hoping that they can create so much chaos that we'll be begging for a a police state. That's what they want. Yeah. Well, so that, that's why they're that's just doing everything. 
we'll give them a, a people state. They're going to be surprised when that happens. But it's coming if they don't straighten up. I mean, I uh, watch. Pianchi wants to join us. I'm going to oh, let Pianchi good. in here. Yeah, good. Hello. Hey, Bianchi. You know, of all the weapons that Joe Biden abandoned in Afghanistan, I understand some are starting to show up in this battle, in war. Right. With Israel. Well, of course, not. they got $6 billion a couple weeks ago. So, so yeah, they could afford a lot of stuff now. And the I thought Israel had such a awesome intelligence service, <laughs> but yet instead Hamas was able to put. Now I've heard some people say at least two thousand rocket batteries in position. So how did they do that without yeah. being detected? No joke. AI failure, big time. Well, yeah, you, you know, you yeah, you could say it's a failure if it's a few, but if that many, my goodness, something's going on. Yeah. And who's to say Russia, after what has been done with the Ukraine, well, you think Russia wouldn't have something to do with this also? Hmm. Possibly, but I think Barry Satoro and his husband, Michael Robinson Obama, have something to do with it. <laughs> well, they might, but I think Obama's got that much cooking for him. I really don't. I think Obama, Obama was an opportunist at the time, and uh, I don't think they need him anymore. But I don't know. That's, uh, that's myself. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, no, I. Yeah, I. It's not going to be no peace there because of because of the land issues. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So uh, with the with the land issues, with uh, Iran, their scientists was killed. Their centrifuge was jacked up, and Iran don't like the way Saudi Arabia runs this society. In Saudi Arabia, the Quran is the constitution. Yeah. But, but the current the regime in Iran came from Saudi Arabia. I mean, the Ayatollah Khomeini, he came from there. I don't... Did he not? Well, Khrushchev came from Ukraine, you remember? Oh. Yeah, I... You just don't know what to believe. You really don't Helen know what to Thomas, believe. Helen Thomas said that Israel needs to go back to Germany. I think that was in 2010. I forget what year. You can, you can listen to it on YouTube. I'm surprised they even leave it stay up there. 
Yeah, and you've got Trudeau. Wasn't it them that they were given a standing ovation to a one of the Nazi? Oh, of course. Nazis. Yes. They, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. So it looks to me like there's not many permanent friends. It's just permanent interest that's going on. Hmm. I think that there's a lot more reptilians out there controlling things right now. Uh, Honestly. I liked, I did see something about um, that Putin was was reminding Klaus Schwab that he wasn't going to control the world, that you know, Putin was saying, I think that, no, we're going to create a new world. You're not going to create a new world. He's like, oh, boy. All these flipping power-hungry idiots. Like, can't we just eliminate them? <laughs> I think we need to have Elon Musk make a, make a big spaceship. And... uh we go capture all these people that are causing all this trouble and, and load it up with them and just send them to outer space forever. Bianchi, are you well, in St. Louis? No. I'm down here in the red states. But I don't know what... Yeah. I know Schwab has... Bought one of uh, popular stock trading platforms, TD Ameritrade. So everybody's got an ambition as being the king of the king of the world. That goes back a long time ago. Yeah. King of kings. Even Gaddafi had that ambition. Or should I should say that title slogan. <laughs> We man is. I guess. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't get it. And being that we're supposed to be going on alternative green energy, you won't need any oil anymore. So that area won't be valuable. In Suez Canal, which is a major passage for oil going anywhere in the world, really. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Although I think I think that's going to change. I think people are going to realize that we do need it. And I see when you're coming upon election season, gasoline prices are starting to scoot down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, if you call that scooting down, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's down. It's down below three dollars a gallon down here, about two eighty-five. Oh, but wow. it's still, it's still almost two times as much as it was during Trump's entire four years. Exactly. And they'll tell you it's because of Trump. 
Yeah. <laughs> Everything going wrong in the country right now while Biden is president is it's Trump's fault. <laughs> so crazy. I know that I have people, though, that talk about um, how that his son-in-law, Trump's son-in-law, is it Kushner? Is that his last name? Yes, Jared uh, Kushner, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they talk about how he has a relationship with the Saudis. And, and his best I, friend, he rolls with Alex Soros. Oh. Ew. That's not good. No. What the heck? Hmm. I didn't know that part. But they were talking about how Trump was bought by the Saudis. So I don't know. Is that true? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> well, probably right by his arms and also, I think, commercial airlines from the United States company. Hmm. Well, Bianchi, what do you think about RFK? I think he should have got elected then switch parties. Uh, yeah, but he's not, the Democrat Party told him that they're not going to let him win. They just told yeah, him point they won't. They won't. They won't elect him. They won't, yeah, nominate him. No way. I mean, I don't, and, and oh, see, now how is that? Once again, there's proof that they could care less what the people want. I mean, if whoever's you know the people out there that are democrats if that doesn't prove to them i mean if i mean everything else that's happened doesn't prove to them and then now this that they're not willing to nominate somebody that the people want i mean that's it that right there should be proof you know they don't they could care less about what the people of this country want And you know, and and that's what they're they're trying to do. They're they're frustrating people so much because, you know, and I talk about it, but it doesn't mean I'm going to give up on it. It's like, no, I'm not going to accept it. But I had someone in a social media group. They were like, you know, what are we supposed to do? They're like, no matter how wrong or how many laws they break, nothing is. No one's doing anything about it. And. And I mean, yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. So they're like, who? Who is going to step up and remove these people that are committing treason? Who's going to step up and give the country back to the people? And I said, well, I said, I guess basically that's up to the people. I mean, you know, there's a lot of it. To realize that these people do not have power over us. No one does. 
And you just have to, I guess we just have to keep, you know, sharing that and reminding people of that. And reminding them that this is, this country belongs to us. Not, not anyone else. No one has power over anyone. Remind these flipping power hungry people that, uh, you know, ask them, hey, how'd you enter this world? <laughs> right? Same way, same way everybody else did. Jeez. Oh. I think I need to go get a punching bag and put a bunch of faces on it. I have a punching bag, actually. <laughs> I still almost want to do it. I said I thought about having voodoo dolls made, sell them at my store, <laughs> and have um, certain names put on them. <laughs> but I'm like, no, because I'm afraid to, because I know those things can... They can be real. Like, I don't think I want to participate in that. I don't know. So what do you it's think, about Beyonce? that time. Oh, Broccoli oh. Man. Yeah. Time for Broccoli Man. If 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 Bianchi has anything else for a minute, that's fine. What do you think, Bianchi, about I'm, the voodoo? I'm dog? ready for my I'm ready for my favorite <laughs> hero, Broccoli Man. <laughs> okay. So this one here, Mike and Malik confront independent voters. Do you need the link, Christina? Nope, I got it. You got it? Okay. I've got it. All right. So if you're ready, I'll go ahead and do it. I am ready. All right. So three, two, one action hey bay we all good to go see robert f kennedy talk today he is speaking at Capitol Center at 7 tonight. Yeah, I am looking forward to it. I can't vote for Brandon again. I can't decide between Robert Kennedy or Trump. I like them both. I am so over this Ukraine war. If we vote for the Democrat Party, then we probably finna be drafted into a world war. I am tired of schools allowing men in our women's restrooms. One dude waved his ice cream cone and his kumquats at me. I told security and the dean told me if I tell on anyone ever again I will be kicked out of college. Are you racists? How dare you not vote for Brandon in the election? Yeah, dog. You ain't woke. You need to get out of me school. You Republicans are not welcome here. Excuse me? Were we talking to you? I'm liberal. So it is all my business when you do not vote the same as us. Why do racists hate black people so much? What are you talking about? Don't you see we are black? Why are you lying to us? 
You stopped basing black when you said you do not support Brandon. Yeah, you don't remember in 2020 when Brandon told Charlemagne the God that if you don't know if you should vote for me or not, you ain't black. Dude, my skin I need color does not change ever. My mother is from Kenya and my father's grandparents are from Nigeria. My grandma is from Ethiopia. You are no longer black like us. You serious right now, my man? We all can see you. You as white as Tom Brady. We all can see you and you ain't black. You need to shut up that mouth and put a scam on that face right now. You are just upset that my birthing partner is trying to get me pregnant. You know you are a dude, right? You something that cares. We're both trans. How dare you both discriminate and hate on us because we are trans? I is it transactional. It is homophobic to not be as gay, lesbian, or trans. And I'm a travesty. We both get stipends for being trans. My birthing partner gets one for being black. So if you is black, then why ain't you getting a stipend for being black? Huh? It's none of yours business. Why you ain't ever come with us to protest capitalism by superluring a bull sack to the ground at places? That's right. Give me communism or give me death. We ain't communists, bro. We don't want to go to war and you can keep you high gas prices. And I want a good future and have a great job with kids. Besides, Brandon is way too old and we are giving all our tax money over to the Ukraine and we are funding Iran to bomb Israel. No way, dog. You're messed up in the head. I can't wait to be drafted in a war and kill Republicans. Didn't you see the Newsweek article that said that anyone who did not vote for Brandon in 2020 is a domestic terrorist? You might Republicans are way too extreme. You said you've been out of kids. We don't do it anymore. It is loving and liberal to have abortions. What exactly is so extreme about not voting for a Democrat? You don't support New World Order policies. We are supposed to eat Z-Bugs and don't see nothing. I ain't eating no bugs. That's why all yours will be rounded up and taken to a FEMA camp. But FEMA camps do not exist. So how can you take us to a concentration camp if the camps do not exist? If you think FEMA camps exist, then that means you're a domestic terrorist and need to go to the FEMA camp. How come we ain't never seen you read a book at Drag Queen Storytime? We are not sick in the head and try to touch the kids. That here's it. How dare you not support us showing our junks to the kids? Yeah, we do it for the kids. We are loving and liberal. If you tell us you're black and need to get re-educated, you should be kicked off of social media for misinformation. So you need to take this outside or something? Yes we do. We want you to come with us to Drag Queen Story Time and then tell people how important it is to vote for Brandon in 2024. If you are a true Democrat, you would believe in the right for us trans peoples to show our junks to the children. You need to stop beating Republicans little bisage. If you think she bees is black then stop being a traitor to your race. Vote Democrat. Aren't you guys the ones that are traitors? You are all up in my call aid telling me how great communism is. You want to get pregnant so you can have an abortion, and that you are even black. Even though you are clearly having white skin.
Those are things only Joe Rogan or Elon Musk followers would say. That proves you are racists and transphobes. Look, we just want to go see Robert Kennedy speak. We don't need you or any other communist telling what to do. You all can go be a Karen someplace else. We are more hardcore than Karens. We are liberals. That's right. If you don't listen to us, we will make your life miserable. You won't do what we say or else. Come on, Mike. Let's go to the Michael Robinson Obama rally. That's right. Michael Robinson Obama is a very nice lady. Mission failed. We'll get him next time. I don't have any more time to talk trash to people that hate us for using trans. They clearly don't know how to treat us black peoples. Okay. Yeah, that was good. I like that one. <laughs> I like those new characters. No, they were just random yeah. people. I, I don't know if they'll maybe they'll get used again. I don't know. Yeah. It's the truth. They'll make our lives miserable if we don't do what they want us to do. Probably they need to be nominated for an Oscar. Well, he took the week <laughs> off, actually. Yeah, the liberals took oh, over this week. That's, that's true. Broccoli Man wasn't on there, was he? Very true. Oh, did you hear about the, um, let's see, this is Frontline News. Did you hear about the little uh, eight-year-old that, was featured in a COVID propaganda video when he was five. He died from cardiac arrest, eight years old. Well, that's not surprising, and, and people yeah. people still do it. They'll still go yeah, get their wonder, gene therapies. wonder if that'll make the news. Wait to see if anybody covers it. Probably be waiting a long time. Probably will not happen. Well, you know, you, you have to come to the realization that the news media is a major enemy. Oh, yeah. Media. And they need to be addressed as being so. And likewise, they're sponsors because they're providing the fuel in the form yep. of advertising dollars. I do think it's hilarious that 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 Trump said when he gets in, he he uh, he's going to label NBC and their whole organization as a terrorist threat. <laughs> or, yeah, domestic well, terrorists. Sorry. I mean, they all are after what they did with COVID. I mean, just like I told you about, they knew it was snake venom that was the source of COVID, and yet they told they had to tell everybody to tell the lie. I mean, the media, they spread the lie. Freaking bats had nothing to do with that. What well, that book that Rand Paul just wrote claims to have email, copies of emails between correspondents of Fauci, I guess, some of his... Uh... Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. They sure do. 
But that that's the problem. We're all waiting for this stuff to, you know, and, and like I said, remember how I was talking earlier about none of these people have taken their oath to where they're like, like legitly appointed. So maybe, maybe that's why not, I don't know. Maybe that's why they haven't done anything. Well, you know. Well, yeah, but it's also against the law to come in the United States illegally. What are we doing about it? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You right. know, we were talking earlier, but the, if Fauci done the thing that he's done here and some of the others, if they was in Iran, if they was in Saudi Arabia in particular, or if they was in one of those other countries, even China, they'd be hanging by a rope by, right about now. Oh, yeah. Yep. Very true. There's nothing straightforward anymore. Everything comes with twists and turns, and you just don't know how to play with it. Once again, no permanent friends, just permanent interests. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you may mention about Americans being killed in Israel, but those people have dual citizenship, a lot of them. So what were they? You know, there's only a few countries that the United States recognize dual citizenship, and Israel is one because of the politics and their population and the slinging of money with some of these organizations and companies that's led by Jews. But they carry dual citizenship, two passports. So what are they? They could just as well be Israelis when they got killed. Yeah. I remember watching that um, that series on Apple TV when it came out. Was it last year or the year before? It was called Tehran. And man. Yeah, it's it's interesting to watch to see a little bit of the. I mean, it's, it's just it's all it's just yeah, freaking politics and just oh, these people who just it's like the cartels are running all the country and fighting each other for more power. I mean, it truly is. Well, that's how they get power, though. So that's they wouldn't be able to get power without it. Right. Of course, they don't fear the Canadian citizens, which is why they do stuff. If they fear the American public, they'll uh, they'll come correct. But they don't they don't fear us. Uh, maybe. I think I think in one sense most countries do fear the American people because they know we're armed. I mean, we truly are the largest army in the world. If you think about it. Now we're not organized. You know, we're all I'm not right. talking about other countries, I'm talking about globalists. Yeah, I think they're probably afraid of us. 
Let them all have their little beatings in this country. Instead of going to Davos, set up a place here in the United States where they all meet. <laughs> I don't know. You mean don't like, know like South Side Chicago? That they could meet there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, even, you know, most of these people in these cities are finally, they're they're seeing, they're like, whoa, wait a minute. You're not taking our money, you know, to fund these immigrants coming in. Well, uh, the mayor of Chicago announced $29 million to to start in, in, uh, is it million or billion? Let me look that up here. I don't know, but I'm nine million dollar contract to build an illegal illegal immigrant camps inside the city, and that that's oh, where my. the the uh, all the black citizens of the of an area they all went to this board meeting and uh, and let them have it. Good. That's good. I mean, and, and you talk yeah, about they're going to let these stupid. people have uh, have camps inside a park where they have football fields and stuff where the where they have uh uh youth football and stuff. Oh boy. That's gonna be interesting to watch. But they need to be uh, know that they're the one that's been voting continuously for these politicians. Uh, yeah. Yep. Hey I called into a show that Congressman Danny Davis was on. I asked him his opinion about the conditions of the southern border and the entrance. His response was, there's room enough for everyone. (laughs) Sounds like Uh a Democrat. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, did you I see mean, that Mayor Adams, after he was saying that there's too many illegals there, and uh, he went down to the border, and now he says it's no problem, come uh, as many that want to come to New York, come here? He yeah, must have got paid yeah. or, or got told what to say or something. Absolutely. Yep. For sure. But, yeah, now he's completely on board with as many illegals that want to come, come in. What is this? So what is this thing saying that the U.S. sends aircraft carriers to Middle East as Israel about to invade Gaza? Whoa. Uh, Because they would really like to start a war. Oh, boy. That's not a secret. Because they can can ship all all the Americans that are draft eligible over there and then let the United States be taken over with the illegals. So it'll be much easier that way. Oh. Jeez. I haven't listened to David Icke. I'm wondering what David Icke is saying about Israel. Have you listened to him at all? Not recently. 
Yeah, I need to see what he's saying. It's saying that he's got a program called What's Really Happening in Israel. I am very curious. Hey, Bianchi, have you, have you, do you know who Todd Callender is, the attorney? And have you, have you heard anything about, like, all these officials, like, Biden and Fauci and so many of them that did not take their oath. Well, no, I haven't. You know. Okay. Is it a requirement in the Constitution for them to take an oath before your whole office? Yeah. I thought it was just. A, I thought taking an oath is a ceremonial thing. <laughs> but no, no, I married. No, he explained it. Why they have to take the oath to make it to become legally appointed, um, dang it, there was a reason, but I don't think I wrote it. I didn't write it all down, but he said because of the duty, because something about that there's no duty with no oath. So they have no, you know, duty, I guess, to do what they're required to do if they don't take an oath. That it makes them that it's a, basically they're all actors right now. Anyone that is an elected official that did not take their oath, he said they are basically actors. That's all they are. So I don't know. It's it's very interesting, and it's the they said the five USC five US code um, three 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 two and three 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 one is where it states it all. I'm going to have to try to look that up. Well, I think they should be certified having taken a course and passed with a certain percentage grade point in the founding documents of the United States. Yeah. Having studied the wars and other turn of events that was very pertinent in the forming of the country. I think people that come here and become naturalized know more about it than the ones that were born here running for office. Absolutely. Yep, because my friends both from uh, Iran that are Persian, they're citizens here now. And, yes, I mean, when they, you know, they did all the study and had to pass the test. And yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, it's cow, guys. I'm like, you guys know, you know, more details than I do anymore. So, so yeah, so here's, so this is the, here's the code. So the first one, the 5 USC 3331, anybody can look it up, Google it, says an individual except the president elected or appointed to an office of honor or profit in the civil service or uniformed services. She'll take the following oath. I, A.B., do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend. Golly, I do not know what's in the area in my throat. Um, defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And then the 3332 
see, what does it say? Basically that says an officer within 30 days after the effective date of his appointment shall file with the oath of office required by Section 3331 of this title an affidavit that neither he nor anyone asking in his behalf has given, transferred, promised, or paid any consideration for or in the expectation or hope of receiving receiving assistance in securing the appointment. So I don't know exactly what that, I mean, I guess the 3331 is the more important one about taking the oath. So, but I will, so at the end of that other one, I didn't read it all, but it says, foreign domestic, that I will bear true, true faith and allegiance to the same, that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion, and that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which I am about to enter. So help me God. This section does not affect other oaths required by law. An individual, I see that this is confusing me. An individual accepts the president, elected or appointed to an office. An individual accepts the president. So, is that not worded to say that the president doesn't have to do that? What is that saying? I'll have to what check the. Uh... Yeah, I mean that's weird. That to me that sounds an individual accepts the president, elected or appointed to an office of honor or profit. Oh, all this legal lingo. You have to be an attorney to understand it most of the time. Crazy. So, yeah, something, I don't know, it's, um, that's just very interesting to me that they supposedly didn't take any oath. I don't know. How's the weather? Have you cooled off a little bit down there yet, Bianchi? Yes, gotten cooler. Yeah, it is. Right now it's uh, 65 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. It's only 52 here right now. So, and getting cool at night, which is nice. I always sleep so much better in the winter when it's really cool. I like sleeping in a cold, cold room with heavy covers. (laughs) So, yeah, interesting. I'm just going to have to look more up about that U.S. code, but I just find that very interesting. And nobody ever talks about it for some reason. So, 
I know that um, that oh interview I was telling you about talking about the antidote with Dr. Brian Artis and Jason Cherka. Um, he was also talking about the new. He said, you know what they're going to try to the new thing coming down the road that they're going to try to release, like that supposedly will be a combination of like what they're saying is going to be a combination of like Marburg and something else. And he was, so he's been digging into that. And he said the, one of the antidotes for that is like great, grapefruit. So it's pretty interesting how there's, natural remedies for all this stuff, but I guess everybody needs to have those nicotine patches around if they get, in case they get COVID. Or start chewing cigars. Really? Now, but do the cigars have the addictive things in them, the pyrazines? Hey, you can see a cigar has enough Nicotine in it to kill a horse. Really? I worked with old. I worked with old man who used to chew cigars all day. Is that because it's um, just so much tobacco rolled up? Yeah, it, you know, look at the size of a cigar. That there you... is like a roll of salami. <laughs> yeah. So, well, we know that they added the addictive chemicals like the pyrazine to the cigarettes to make them addictive. Do they do that to the cigars or not? I don't know. I never have smoked a cigarette nor a cigarette. I couldn't tell you. I yeah, just know neither. he used to chew up. <laughs> he used to put about five cigars in his shirt pocket and at the end of the day they was all gone. Let me see. Cigars. I'm Googling it. Okay, so this is just saying that they're in the cigarettes. We know that. Do study. Um, Aren't together. They probably do. Most likely. I was telling uh, proof earlier that Dr. Artisan then found out that nicotine is not addicting. They added the, it's the chemicals they added to cigarettes years ago to make them addicting. Let's see. Cigars are a natural and artisanal product. They are made of one thing and one thing only, tobacco. Pure, unadulterated tobacco. Ah! It says not a single leaf is chemically treated or artificially altered for taste. Huh. Well, isn't that interesting? Now, I bet that's not true for those little bitty, um, you know, those little bitty flavored ones that they sell in, like, gas stations and, and junk. I bet those are. But I think a, a regular cigar, it looks like it's 
it's pretty natural. So I uh, interesting to know. Hmm. This is funny, and this is touting. See, there's still the information out there. It's saying, what type of drug is in cigars? Cigars like cigarettes contain nicotine, the substance that can lead to tobacco dependence. And from what Harvard found out in 2015, that is false. Tobacco is not addictive. Nor I actually would believe that if, uh, if you want to talk about the additives, so that I could buy that. Yeah. Very interesting. So, pyrazine. Let me see what this says. The study of pyrazines and cigarettes and how additives might, might. Let me see if I can look that up. Harvard study. Harvard 2015. Harvard study revealing nicotine is not addictive. And I bet you I won't be able to find it. I bet you Google has it hidden. Now here's Harvard Health. Low nicotine cigarettes. They talked about that. Well, I would I would take things that I read from Harvard or Yale or Washington U or Green the Sand. Let's see. No, I'm not signing up. Let's see. See, I, even this study, now this is crazy because he talks about that they, I'm going to have to go to Dr. Artis' site and get the details of this because he talks about how Harvard, yeah, right there, Harvard 2015 study. is not addictive. He said he submitted a FOIA request. So he's trying to get a copy of the study because right here they're they're just lying again. It's the it's saying that it's the nicotine, that's the stimulant found in all tobacco products makes smoke smokers feel calm and relaxed and it can quickly lead to addiction. So I mean mm. But now this was in, maybe this was before they did it. Hold on, because it was 2015. But, I mean, you just, you know, the the Google thing, when you go to look up something that you know is true, it goes against, you know, what's being put out there in programs, you literally won't find it half the time. Even National Institute of Health, a study of pyrazines and cigarettes and how, same thing, nicotine is known as the drug that is responsible 
Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. This is cracking me up. During the Harvard study, the scientists were focusing on how the inclusion of pyrazine can easily enhance the addiction. Oh, enhance it. Okay. So, wow, this is very interesting. I've got to dig into that a little bit more. I should have done that before the show. I forgot. That was in... Let's see, 1980 is when they added the pyrazine. So, oh, one of the other foods, you know, I said eggplant has the highest level of nicotine and the nightshades, but green tomatoes have 10 times the nicotine than the red ones. Interesting. And they were saying, you know, these these foods, like the, the eggplant and the green tomatoes, if they're so high in nicotine, he goes, he goes, are people addicted to the vegetables? <laughs> well, then I'm sometimes addicted to some veggies, but I'm just nicotine not addictive. Oh, maybe this is it. Uh, 1990s. Okay, so this WRHT Harvard study from 2016, nicotine not addictive, only, and it says, during the Harvard study, the scientists were focusing on how the inclusion of pyrazines in cigarettes can easily enhance the addiction process. They allege that Back in the 1990s, big tobacco was getting a great deal of negative press. It was the era of Bill Clinton and the sin tax on tobacco. And scientists at the time were sounding the alarm bells that smoking is bad for your health. So big tobacco began introducing low-tar alternatives, which was a light cigarette. So these, it said that these low-tar cigarettes simply lacked the full-bodied flavor of the more traditional brands until Big Tobacco discovered pyrazine that can dramatically alter the taste of the related smoke. According to the Harvard study, it is these pyrazines, not the nicotine, that is utterly addictive. Plus, the sneaky but huge secret that they have been keeping for a long time regarding the health benefits of nicotine. Benefits that will astound you if you're not too brainwashed by the master deceivers and deceptors. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. There you go. Um, Harvard, but at least it's about it, tobacco control BMJ. I guess I'm going to paste and copy. It won't let me open it. Let's see what happens. Isn't it crazy that? I mean, the the fact that you know, 
life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> sure not easy anymore. Hasn't been for a long time, actually. Well, Newsom just imposed a big gun tax on gun sales in California. Is that a sin tax also? Uh yeah, he also uh, he also passed where uh, they're going to start banning classic cars, so no more yeah. car shows. Where oh, the hell do people get these ideas from? They they probably just look to see what's popular and try to try to make people angry. Son of a gun, I found the study. Ha! Okay, I gotta send this to my desktop. Let's create shortcut. I'll have to finish reading that study. Interesting. Glad I looked for that. Done with that, done with that. All right. Reject all. Thank you very much. Okay. Let's see what else I wrote down. Did that already? That's all right. I got some clips coming. Let's see. Oh, um, did you see where they, you probably already know this, uh, they're forcing the Canadians that are doing the podcast to register with the government? Did you hear about that? No. So all Canadian podcasts are going to have to register now. Oh, that, yes, yes, yes. The Nazi. So they'll be the fourth nation. They'll be the fourth nation in the in the in the world that that will not let uh, their country's news get out of their country. The other three <laughs> being China, Iran, and North Korea. Yep. Yep. Um. Did you see where the the liberals paid the World Economic Forum for a report promoting and justifying the new new green climate initiative? No, I didn't. I didn't see yeah. that. So they have proof that um, they were paid to produce a, a report. Not oh. the report's not valid. It's just. Produced a bunch of stuff to make it look like that was going on. Oh, that too is such a mess. So let me uh, let me go ahead and play a clip from Mark Dice, where everybody's favorite Democratic uh, character uh, that ran for president in 2016 that shall not be named. That pronoun 
uh, was discussing how how they want to put people in camps for not supporting Brandon. Hillary Clinton crawled out of the hole that she lives in, a place called hell, last (laughs) night and sat down with CNN where she declared that virtually everybody who still supports Donald Trump needs to be sent to a re-education center because when you live in a communist country, those who don't support the ruling party enthusiastically enough, well, that's what happens. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. Something has to happen. He's on track to easily win the Republican nomination and probably even the presidency. So he's been in court this whole week because the George Soros-funded prosecutor, Letitia James, and the corrupt judge are trying to strip him of his businesses in the state of New York. They're literally trying to just take Trump Tower and other building that he has in Manhattan and a golf course in New York from him and bankrupt him by finding him a quarter of a billion dollars because they claim that he fraudulently inflated the value of Mar-a-Lago to use it as collateral for a loan to purchase another building or another property. And they're claiming that Mar-a-Lago is worth only a maximum of $25 million when there are properties right next door that are worth $25 million when Mar-a-Lago is a 17-acre luxurious estate. And this is Letitia James, the woman behind this corrupt scheme. The President of the United States has complained that I'm engaging in some sort of political witch hunt, that I've got some personal vendetta against him, that I campaigned against him. That is not true. President Trump's response oh. to this kangaroo court, which, by the way, is, is probably heard denying him the right to a trial by a jury. The judge just declared that he's guilty. And so this phase of the trial, just like they did to Alex Jones, is to determine how guilty he is. I borrowed the money. I paid back the money in full, 100 percent. There were no defaults. There were no letters of reprimand. The banks were extremely happy. And in many cases, I paid the money back early. And then I got sued years later by this horrible attorney general, this woman that ran for governor and failed. You know, she did this because she was running for governor. And then she ran and she failed. She had no calls and they forced her out. And she came back and she became attorney general again. Uh, and we got stuck with it. So she brought the case under the statute that has never been used for a thing like this before, ever. We're not entitled to a jury. Because if I had a jury, even though it's in New York, and I think I'd be fine with New York, but if I had a jury, we'd win this case very easily. But I don't have a jury. And you see what's happening. This is a railroad. And it's the beginning of communism in our country. This is the beginning of communism. 
is the judge in the case who already violated Donald Trump's constitutional right to a trial by a jury using a legal loophole in the civil court system called a summary judgment, where he just single-handedly decided that there is so much evidence against Donald Trump that there's not even a need for a jury to decide whether or not he's guilty. Here he is admitting that even if he allowed it to go to a jury, which of course he should have, he's violating his Seventh Amendment rights, but there are all these legal loopholes, that if the jury did not find him guilty, then he would have just overruled the jury anyway using another legal loophole. Now, I'm going to say something controversial. Even though I'm being taped, juries get it wrong a lot. That's my own opinion. I do only civil trials, personal injury cases, contract disputes. But I've had situations where, like, oh, my, my heaven's sake, how could they have thought that? Well, I have, a, um, I have a tool that I can deal with that. It's called jury notwithstanding the verdict, judgment notwithstanding the verdict. I can say there is no possible way that a reasonable jury would have reached that conclusion. There's no way after seven years of the liberal media industrial complex constantly demonizing Donald Trump that a jury could possibly find him innocent. <laughs> so I unilaterally declare you guilty. So obviously they're pulling out all the stops and grasping at straws hoping that something, anything will sink the support for Donald Trump because both the Democrat and the Republican establishment thought at this point that he would have been finished. So last week, Cassidy Hutchinson was on the media tour selling her Operation Mockingbird-funded book, a former Trump administration aide, just trying to do something to convince the American people to stop liking him. That obviously didn't work, so now they're rolling out John Kelly, Donald Trump's former chief of staff, who goes on the record for the first time confirming several disturbing stories about Trump. Remember that fake news story from the 2020 election where the liberal media claimed that Donald Trump called veterans suckers? Well, they're recycling that, claiming that John Kelly former White House Chief of Staff, confirms Trump's disparaging of veterans. You know, he might have actually used the word suckers, saying that the government treats them like suckers, sending them off to a bunch of bogus wars. He certainly wasn't calling them suckers. But, of course, anything that he says can and will be used against him. So they're trying to get veterans to turn against him, but that's not going to work because I don't think they're going to be siding with old Joe because, well, if Joe Biden gets reelected, they're going to Ukraine. And the government almost shut down again last week because, well, we're out of money. And a handful of Republicans refused to vote on the budget if there was going to be tens of billions of dollars more given to Ukraine. So they agreed on a temporary extension of a month and a half to keep the government open without giving Ukraine any more of that money. So the Republican establishment and, of course, the Democrats are very upset about that. So Joe Biden's going to be giving an important address very soon, not saying that he's going to seal the border, not talking about the housing crisis, the inflation problem, the debt crisis, uh, the crime problem. No, no. The biggest problem in Joe Biden's mind is we're not giving Ukraine any more money. What's the future of Ukraine aid? And as I understand it, the president's going to have something to say about that in the not too distant future. That's right, Major. He said today that he's going to have a major address that he'll be giving soon about Ukraine aid and how important it is and uh, filled with warnings about what it could mean for this country if the U.S. doesn't provide more Ukraine funding 
uh, in the in the short term. What it means is the United States will go bankrupt slightly. There's no stopping it at this point. It is inevitable. It's just a matter of when, not if. And I feel terrible for the Ukrainian people, but I'm sorry. We don't have any money. We're broke. I'm not even going to get into the Speaker of the House debacle. Thank God it's Friday. But all of the neocons and the Republican establishment shills are very upset with Matt Gates for putting forward the motion to vacate, which was, of course, voted on. So former Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy is gone. And when all of those people are upset about it, you know that Matt Gates did the right thing. I fully support Matt Gates, And, of course, I support President Trump. And if you do, too, order your Wanted for President shirt from my online store at markdays.com or click the link in the description below. It's- Let me share one other one here. So uh, Barry Satoro and his husband, Michael Robinson Obama, who I'm sure is a nice lady, they, uh, well, they're about to be exposed. I want to share this. Welcome to an exile. This is where the happy people are. Famous crybaby activist Barack Obama comes out as weak, and we're going to show you just what kind of a disaster he was and why he likely caused this week's violence in Israel. First, don't forget to subscribe and follow. It's uh, how you found this show, and it's how others will find this show. It's how we get the truth out all the way till Trump gets back in office in 2024. How much was Dang it. Now I need my smart guy glasses alert. Reassessing Obama's biggest mistake. How much was his red line in Syria to blame for America's lost credibility? I think pretty much all of it. He was probably America's most hated president in Israel, and he also probably hated Israel the most. Here's the article. This is the future of the Middle East that Obama, in effect, wanted, fought for, and now has achieved. Iran ascendant. Nascent normalization between Israel and Arab states in jeopardy. The terrorist group Hamas emboldened and abetted by Tehran to strike viciously against soft targets within Israel. Why? Because for Obama, a fundamental restructuring of the region was the paramount goal, just like how he fundamentally restructured America around diversity, equity, and inclusion both in policy terms and to satisfy his own sense of himself as a world historical figure. The Obama administration's vision saw an empowered Iran as a fulcrum to force action from Israel on the Palestinian question. Ooh, this is why Iran is getting nukes, is because of Obama. Thus the Iran deal, which set the mullahs on the path toward nuclear breakout and regional hegemony, they are now speeding down. Thus Obama's support of political Islam everywhere, be it the Muslim Brotherhood in Egypt to recap Tayyip Erdogan in Turkey and his session of Syria to Vladimir Putin. Obama was an international disaster. Obama's White House marked this as realism. This is how lefties cover for him. They go, oh, he's a realist. It means failure. It was no such thing, but rather part of a pernicious and as we have now seen, wantonly destructive radical idealism that blamed America and her allies, like Israel, for all global suffering. The Trump years saw an interruption, a withdrawal from the Iran deal, and a return to close alliances with our actual allies in the region. Remember, Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, helped broker the deal. He actually brought 
peace in the Middle East for the first time, yet the Biden White House has continued the work of Joe's old boss, Obama, handing billions to Tehran in late September and now playing the lawyer in denying Iran's obvious involvement in the savage Hamas attacks. Biden is defending them, giving them publicly the ability to say we didn't spend that money, that $6 billion you gave us. We didn't spend it on attacking Israel. Yes, they did. And it's time for you guys to grow up. This is about Obama's failure as a president, Biden's failure as a president. We need to pray that the world holds together until we can get new leadership in there to straighten this stuff out. This is what the compassionate people got you. This is what the weak people got you. This is what the people who claim to want to heal our reputation on the world stage got you. They're a disaster. If you guys agree, give us a sub. Leave us a comment below. Who's worse for America, Obama or Biden? Leave that in the comments below. I'm Doug. All right, so yeah, hope you appreciated that. Question. Yeah, I don't know how I'd answer that question. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, here's the thing. The Republicans didn't do the things that they should be doing, especially with Hillary Clinton. Trump had some bad people around him, especially attorney generals, because the things that he's going through with these DAs and prosecutors, Barr could have done the same thing. He was lousy. He should have done the same thing with Clinton. The evidence was there, but they did nothing. So when you have a charging tiger and you raise your rifle up and have them in your sights and you don't pull the trigger or you don't load your gun, what do you expect? And, you know, the to the issue is you didn't have a well you know I think Biden is responsible for a lot of what's going on with Trump as far as him being prosecuted you know he's a, you know he, he's um, a vid, vengeant president I mean why You know, he's the one, I think, pushing all this, seems like. So I guess, you know, when, I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe, I don't know how to explain it, because I guess, you know. Just like uh, the impeachment. Just like these impeachments, Biden should have been impeached at least seven or eight times. Oh, yeah, he should already be gone. Absolutely. Republicans are not doing any damn thing. Yeah. Nothing. Was that why it's they got rid of McCarthy? Well, yeah, it should have got rid of him, I think. And, of course, now you got a attorney general that's no damn good, that Garland. He's oh, not yeah. gonna, I mean, it's unheard of. He's not going to do anything along those lines. Oh, I know, but boy, he put on a good, good show, didn't he? Last couple of weeks with a couple of his, you know, performances. 
I'm like, don't even try. He was trying to make people think he really, you know. You got a Republican right governor thing. there in uh, Georgia. You had a you had Womack ran for senator. It was a wife beater. Nothing came of that. He yeah. should have been prosecuted. Yeah. Republicans don't do jack. No, that's why. And also, and yeah. also, lots of blame is on conservatives too. They don't do jack. They got this notion that you're supposed to love, forgive, and love. Well, and I mean, and look at Pence. Look how Pence has stabbed Trump in the back. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really has, especially right now with everything he's saying. And also, this is a reflection on the people that voted for him as senator. Everything is so screwed up nowadays. Yeah, it is. It is. That's why I say that the states themselves should pay the salary of their congresspeople. They represent the state and the U.S. Senate. The U.S. Senate should go back to being appointed by the state legislatures. That way you got 50 states that's in charge of paying and keeping track and making sure the transparency is there of the people that's serving in D.C. They would have to go to the same hospitals as the people of the state. They would have to be subjected to the same source of pensions, Social Security, no meal plan, no flying away for free, yeah. and all that crazy mess. No foreigners should no. be inserting money into elections, into U.S. elections. Sure. And their income and everything else should be transparent. I want to switch the subject here, but we got one more video I wanted to get out today. So did you hear uh, when Aaron Rodgers called Travis Kelsey Mr. Pfizer? Oh, Uh, he is. Yeah, good name. So Kansas City tight end. Travis Kelsey yeah. did a commercial for Pfizer to uh, to promote the the latest gene therapy, and he's the guy that's uh, that's dating Taylor Swift. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers went on a on a on the Pat McAfee show on ESPN, and I'll share what uh, happened. The game and uh, you know Mr. Pfizer, we kind of shut him down a little bit. He didn't have you know his like crazy impact name. <laughs> Internet is breaking, ladies and gentlemen. Aaron Rodgers calls out Travis Kels, calling him Mr. Pfizer. Welcome back to the JP Rex channel, my beautiful freedom-loving friend, where we like to call out the lies, hypocrisy, and corruption of tyrants, shine the light of awareness on woke absurdities, and highlight the amazing work of other freedom fighters. By the way, at the end of this video, I want to tell you about something special. But first, the internet has broken. Just a beautiful wave of... Aaron Rodgers. You probably have followed this story a little bit. 
Travis Kels, uh, Kansas City Chiefs player. That's football. He uh, accepted a, oh, just a really heartfelt endorsement from Pfizer. I'll show you that ad in a second. And then Aaron Rodgers, who is one of the all-time greats in the NFL, certainly made waves when he stood on principle and refused the Pfizer <coughs> mandate from the NFL. So he's known for that, which is awesome. Like he's known for standing on his principle. He made his choice rather than being obedient. And then Travis Kels comes out. He's like, hey, Pfizer, what? You're going to pay me that much? Of course I'll endorse it. Comes out with just an absolutely shameless advertisement. And then recently on the Pat McAfee show, Aaron Rodgers is being interviewed. His team, the Jets, which he's out for a while, torn Achilles tendon. His Team the Jets played the Kansas City Chiefs. Pat McAfee and co-host A.G. Hawk were debriefing with Aaron Rodgers about the game. Let's take a look at what Mr. Rodgers had to say. going to be people trying to get us to fracture even after a game. Or, you know, I think there's some sentiment that there's some sort of moral victory out there that we hung with the, you know, with the champs and, and that, uh, you know, our defense played well and, and, you know, Pat didn't have a crazy game and, uh, you know, Mr. Pfizer, we kind of shut him down a little bit. He didn't have, you know, his, like, crazy impact game. By the way, watch the, the two hosts, Pat McAfee and A.J. Hawk, yeah, on the left and right of Aaron Rodgers. Watch their continued reaction. You can tell they're both thoroughly amused and probably a little bit apprehensive and scared about potential controversy coming from this. It, it's poetic. Obviously, he had, you know, some yards and stuff, but... I felt like for the most part, you know, we played really tough on defense, especially the last three quarters. And, um, By the way, Aaron Rodgers gets an A-plus for comedic delivery. I do believe he was saying that in good nature. He's a very intelligent person, so he just slipped it in, straight face, dry humor. He's got his audience just losing their crap, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't miss a beat. He just keeps going like he didn't say anything outrageous, which is a masterful comedic delivery. Hats off to you, Aaron Rodgers. But next, let's take a look at what I would call the shameless endorsement that Travis Kels posted with Pfizer. Keep in mind, there is some shadow side of the product that he's endorsing that we're not allowed to talk about, at least on YouTube. And that shadow side, it carries some life-altering consequences for some people, unfortunately. So keep in mind, this athlete, he's being paid money to endorse something that has the potential to have harmful consequences that we're not allowed to talk about here. So I will say, that's on his conscience. He's got the responsibility of people who follow his influence. He's responsible for that. Yet, he accepted an endorsement. I don't know for how much money, but we do know is Pfizer is one of the largest criminal organizations on the planet. They're like, ah, no, they're pharmaceutical companies. They paid the largest criminal fine in the U.S. history, $2.3 billion. It's a criminal fine, the largest one in U.S. history. That makes them a criminal organization. Legally, they are criminals. So Travis Kels accepted money from them. And here's what it looked like. Did you know you can get this season's COVID-19 shot when you get your flu shot? Huh. Two things at once. Two things at once. Two things at once. <laughs> two things at once. It's so cute and charming. Have, uh, two things at once, please. Now back to two things at once. Two things at once. That's not two things at once. Mom. Travis, ask about getting this season's COVID-19 shot when getting your... And that's the iconic image. The Band-Aid, he got two things at once, the flu and the... It's great. 
It's great. I think he deserves to be called out. Yeah, obviously, you know where I stand on this whole thing. Not a fan of Pfizer. I am a fan of Freedom, though. I think this is probably the comment of the year by Aaron Rodgers calling, calling Travis Kelce Mr. Pfizer. By the way, Travis Kelce, he's all in the headlines, not just for the Pfizer vaccine endorsement, but I guess he and Taylor Swift have a romantic interaction. So he's all in the headlines about that, but I love the Aaron Rodgers generated headlines about him makes more sense to me. Now, before you go, I want to tell you about something special. I wrote a children's book. It's just been released. It's called Chomp, 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 The Snap Fast Challenge. It's an entertainment... I'll go ahead and stop that there. So, I don't know what you think about Mr. Pfizer. I thought that was pretty funny. It is. And, you know, I thought the same thing. I was like, you know, Taylor Swift... And and now, especially since this guy, I mean, obviously he's already known, but if he's taking Taylor Swift, the influence that the two of them will have on people, I mean, it's great. It's huge. And for them to be promoting something that is this dangerous and causing, you know, the things I mean, it's causing people to die. You guys, it's causing great disability. It's causing injuries. I mean, so <laughs> who's to say well, that they the can thing. be sued? They're not protected. They're not immune to these. You know, here's they don't the have the They were sued, right? It was sued. How much? Two billion. Oh, who? Pfizer. Yeah. Oh, or you mean previously? Yeah, he mentioned it. I think this called him a criminal. Well, Pfizer is the most sued company in the history of the world. Oh yeah, yeah. Before they, yes, they knew. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, let me ask you all this: <clears throat> Who did they pay the fine to? Um. You know what? Ah. Uh, you who they paid the fine to contributes to the Democratic Party with the fine money. The, the, the fine, if it went to, I don't know who it would have went to, but if you was to trace those dollars, I bet you that they contribute heavily to the Democrats. That's the way they recircle that money. That's called the boomerang effect. And they yeah. probably got some subsidies too. I don't know. Did the, the, the pharmaceuticals get subsidies? The uh, lawsuit between Fox and Dominion was cut in half. So I'm saying Dominion received a settlement that was worked out between them and Fox because Fox would have had to show a disapproval of the charges, if not they, and put some good forth efforts for the insurance company to pay. And I bet Dominion got money in the suit, the settlement, and turned around and contributed to some of these Democratic politicians to their chalk coffers. That's the boomerang effect. It's like the people used to go into the grocery store 
No, what they would do, they'd be in their car and they'd take a bottle of a jar of bees. And they'd take the top off the jar of bees and put it up against their ankle. The bees would stain the ankle. The ankles swell up. They go in the store and slip and fall in the aisle. Oops. Lawsuit time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. That's how this yeah. stuff works. You just got to pay attention, listen carefully, and it all comes to fruition. Hey, it used to be the same thing when people would take an off-ramp and be about an eighth of a mile, maybe a little less, sixteenth of a mile from the stop sign, car behind them, and all of a sudden they slam on their brakes. Boom. Oh, now you heard them. Insurance time, lawsuit. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think it's really, really naive and stupid on on Taylor Clifton Kelsey's part to not realize that if there's a child or, you know, a teenager or whatever, and they are fans of theirs, and they go out there and get that shot because of them, and they die, they don't they care. They have that on their hands. Oh, they don't care. They don't care. You they really? don't care. Uh, no, they're just randos. They don't care. They they got millions of dollars. And uh, and mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is about to become not just the 1%, but she's she can be 1% of the 1% pretty soon. You think she cares? I guess not. I thought maybe she did, but I don't know. And then don't forget you got a you got a big enemy which is systemic racist, and that's the news media. Hmm. No matter what Trump done, he didn't do it fast enough. So he's responsible for one and a half million deaths. Yeah. That's because yeah. the news media. And then you you got the ignorance, the blissful ignorance amongst the people. They keep, keep being bamboozled. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy how you can have people that literally they have relatives or know somebody that went and received the shot and literally died the next day, and they will not say that it was because of the shot. <laughs> they want to put these illegals, want to put oh. these illegals in Texas, so they that, so that the Democrats can gain. Hopefully, yep. they're trying to gain a congressional seat from the apportionment. Yeah, I would fall that when he sent them to New York and Chicago. Who's already heavily Democrat. See, New York and Chicago remain Democrat. But if you put a million in Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, Texas, well, you can gain congressional seats that would give you added Congress people.
and turn those states from red to purple, like Georgia's quote-unquote purple. So it's a game. It's a game that's being played. Anyway, you guys are about to run out of porch. <laughs> that's yeah. true. We got 48 seconds to get out of here, whether we're ready or not, or three hours is done. So, Christina, thank, thank you so much for, for being yeah. here today. We always appreciate you. Tiagi, thank you for being here as well. We'll talk to you hopefully soon this week. Everyone else, please support the other shows on the network. And it's not just the proof negative show here, but until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail. Keep hope alive. Remember, only you can spend forest pipes. They are proof negative, and I am proof. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.